Hello everyone, this is the Multiversal News. We're running a little bit late. We've had traffic problems and we have a guest that's going to be coming in hopefully very soon. Her name is Morg Ann and she is a leader of the undead here in this uh, town. Uh, she does a lot of promotional work for zombies, vampires, all things evil and such as you might expect. And uh, of course, I'm going to have some very important questions to ask her, like such, like uh, if she is a zombie, and uh, if she's a vampire, some sort of undead, how did she survive in the sunlight, especially this sunlight? Ah, I can barely stand it. Of course, uh, I have a certain amount of undeadness in me too. Um, my heart is dead. I'm way past brain dead. So I'm certainly I wouldn't be much of a meal for a zombie, so that's why I don't mind interviewing her. Now, I've, uh, I've had many uh, circumstances with the undead in the past. Like, for instance, there's a certain evil clown named Chuckles. He used to be here at uh, ITV until we managed to force him out with some uh, holy water, uh, among other things. And now he is out there in the world creating evil for everyone else. Thank God he's gone. God. That guy was so evil, he made me so afraid, I don't think I could handle it very much. But yeah, but I had a, a strange premonition that someday he would kill me. But that could never happen, right? <laughs> Just a strange, kooky dream. Anyway, uh, we're expecting Morgan to appear any minute now, and uh, we'll certainly have lots of good questions for her. Now, um, one thing I wanted to mention and, and make uh, clear is that... Uh, for us here in the living world, at least for functioning body parts we do have, we have a lot of things that we take seriously, and that is the economy and the world in general. Now, our world has been threatened for some time in the past by someone who is probably really and really seriously has a dead heart, and that would be the evil Greg of Universe zero, uh, 050616. Yes, we've identified the universe that he comes from, and he's destroyed several uh, alternate Earths in order to get his way. I've been talking to some of the other uh, Gregs from the around the multiverse to discuss our options here. Now, the evil Greg is the only person ever to have been able to cause a gravitational force or any other effect, any other universe, across the boundary of the uh, multiverse. Now, each universe exists in its own bubble. I don't know all the technical aspects of this, but the, the bubble is pretty much keeps out all possible interference from other universes. We've never been able to do this before. Now, I don't think the evil Greg himself discovered this. He got it from his own scientists shortly before he killed them all. Uh, this guy uh, was on a planet, an alternate universe, where everybody was evil. And everybody went around trying to kill each other, and blocks of evil people would group together temporarily. And that's what uh, the evil Greg did. He, uh, uh, as I've heard it, and this is a rumor, I, I, that he got together a bunch of his friends who were very smart, and they killed all the other people because they were worried about them killing them. So then they had a big victory party, and he poisoned them <laughs> and killed them all. Um, and they died of, of uh, poison at this party. Um, and he had made himself immune with an antidote at that beforehand and surprised everyone and then he's the only person left on that planet so the son of a bitch wasn't happy enough with killing all the people on his planet he uh 
It destroyed several other planets with that uh, gravitational force beam that he has that can cross the boundary line between the, the universes and the multiverse. Very complicated affair, and if we could discover how to do that, it would be a great advancement to our scientific causes. So anyway, I want to give you an update on this. We have been talking to the other uh, people in the other around the multiverse, trying to discover how to do this, and we we just come up short. We we don't have any ideas. If anybody out there has a solution to this, uh, how to to uh, create or negate even the gravitational forces from outside of the uh, universe or how to cross the boundaries within the multiverse, we'd certainly appreciate it for our own safety and safety of our planet. He can destroy this planet very easily. Uh, he hasn't gotten around to us yet, um, but I've talked to him before. The guy's out of his freaking mind. I've never seen anybody so evil before, and the fact that it's me uh, makes it even more comfortable. Uh, yes, I am capable of evil people, but I'm not. I, going to, and that's probably because I have myself uh, had enough people who were loving and tender to me enough to uh, keep me from straying into evil. Of course, I've met a few a-holes that kind of pushed me in that direction, but I never went so far as to kill anyone. I would never think of doing that, nor would I destroy a whole planet full of billions of people. That's quite insane. So we're talking about somebody who's crazy and that someone is almost genetically identical to who I am but you know there's always are variations of me in the other universe so anyway I just want to let you know that we are working on the problem um, we've got a lot of very smart intelligent people from around the multiverse working to protect you now I'm gonna make a quick call here to uh, Morgan and see if, if where she's at right now let's see here uh, here we go. All right. Uh, okay. Now, um, she should be, uh, should be getting on the phone really quick here. Hmm. If she's not answering, it's probably a good sign. She's making progress. Hmm. Well, it means she must be getting close. All right, we'll let that go. Okay. Uh, now, um, I do have some other news, too. Um, I'm going to tell you of some of the shows that we've got coming up in the future. Uh, next week, we're going to have a uh, another movie maker that's going to be coming on here. Uh, when is that, Darren? That's the first of uh, November, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay. And after that, the very first, yeah, thank you, the very first of November, and on November 8th, I'm going to be having the 10th year anniversary of the 9-11 attack, and we're going to be talking to Margaret from, uh, uh, yeah, on the 8th, I know, well, I'll see, if we, did I, did I say, uh, September 8th, yes, uh, uh, two weeks from now, Margaret from the uh, um, Metaphysical Library, we've had her on there before, and and a very good person uh, is going to be coming on to the show to discuss uh, the 9-11 uh, situation. Now, Mar Margaret's coming back on? Yeah. That's okay. awesome. Yeah, she's coming on. I always on. love it when she's on the show. Yeah, well, well September 8th is not the actual 10-year anniversary of that horrific event, but it's pretty close. 
Uh, I've uh, the the poll situation for people who don't believe that uh, that it was. Uh, crazy Arabs who attacked us is getting up to close to 50%. That's half the people in the country that are starting to think, hey, this is a bunch of BS that's uh, occurred. Now, that's a lot of people. A lot of people. And I, I find that truly fascinating. Um, are they going to hold any inquiries or what's going on? No. No, there's a, they're, they're just going to push it all aside because nobody wants to talk about that. Uh, the mainstream media is not going to discuss it. We will, of course, because, uh, well... Uh, nobody's paying us off to keep our mouths quiet. Right, Darren? I mm -hmm. mean, if somebody paid us a bunch of money not to talk about 9-11, would we take the money? I don't know. Probably. Well, that's that's an honest answer. <laughs> Depends on how much they paid us. But Depends on if they were going to kill me if I didn't take it. <laughs> uh, well, now there's always an incentive. Uh, we get to keep our lives. But they, I guess nobody really cares what we think yet. But as our numbers grow, just as the numbers of the people, the doubters out there, Perhaps maybe they will uh, start to pay attention and start threatening us. You mean Americans pay attention to something? I thought all they, they, they paid for was their gluttonous exploits that they like to do. Yeah. Uh, they don't pay their bills and they don't pay their credit cards and they don't pay their mortgages. And um, Terrible thing to say about so. the American public, but... Uh, isn't they, they, but they're going to pay attention. Yeah. Well, okay. we'll, we'll see what happens. They can happens. afford to do that because at yeah. least we're free. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it's just we're on the internet, folks. ITVNW, just look us up. ITVNW.com. Now, I wanted to make you aware that in an alternate universe, universe zero zero four nine four nine, uh, they did have another investigation uh, instead of Obama being elected. Uh, Dennis Kucinich was elected president and did a thorough investigation and uh, put Dick Cheney in prison along with many of his cohorts for engineering this horrific event. Um, he he uh, did away with the death penalty in this country, so, of course, they're not going to kill a guy, but, my God, what a mass murderer he is. They, they discovered that he was, in fact, the architect of the 9-11 attack. And, uh, of course, George Bush went there, too, because he's a willing accomplice. He knew of the, all of the details and went right along with it. Now, I don't know if that's true here. In an alternate universe, things are different. There's another universe in 00046, a 406, in which it was actual Arabs that did it, that did the attack. And in this universe, um, this country, uh, America was a Muslim country, so was most of Europe. Um, uh, Islam had spread clear across the European continent, but had gotten nowhere in Africa. Strange, as that may seem. But yes, uh, and all the universes are somewhat different. And in another universe, uh, I can't remember the number right now, right off the cough, uh, but um, Iran had invaded and occupied America, and that uh, Americans were fighting back with, uh, with uh, uh, bombs and stuff. And uh, that, uh, strangely enough, Iran was a Christian nation, and, <laughs> and America was a Muslim country that was being conquered by the uh, Iranian government. Well, anyway, the multiverse is a very strange place, folks, and, and things can be very strange and disheartening and uh, can be very much unusual. Um, for instance, there's one multiversal uh, universe where I uh, am the most popular talk show host of all. That would be 014376. Yes, that's right. I, I beat David Letterman in the ratings, and uh, 
I, and on that, and on today, uh, I was having Morgan on that show too. She's a very popular actress in this universe. But we're less known here in this particular universe, but that's okay. I mean, the fact is, uh, the great world of consequence, things go up, things go down. You never know what's going to happen one way or the other. There's always going to be variations in how the universe functions and how we go. You should never look at yourself and say, gosh, I'm not world famous. Uh, gee, I must not be as good as David Letterman. That's just not true. We all have our place in the multiverse where we are grand and glorious and also not so well known. Does that diminish our quality as a person? No, it does not. We are, in fact, very good no matter what other people think. And you should always remember this, that it doesn't matter what the public opinion is of you. You are always great in your own world. And, and in some other world, you could be perfectly famous. The, 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 the vagaries of public opinion are wide and different. The attention of the public out there is kind of akin to shaking some keys in front of a, a child's face. Yeah, they're quickly drawn to bright, shiny objects. So if you are famous, you'll probably stay famous and vice versa. Uh, things go up, things go down, but it has not a lot to do with your own creative power. Now, yeah, I know a lot of people have always suspected this, that it's not how great you are, it's, it's how, uh, whether or not you get that opportunity or not to get out there, and it's true. Uh, the multiverse and our knowledge of it, as we're becoming to know it more and more through each day, bears this out in point and truth, that it does not matter uh, what public opinion thinks. Now, I'm probably not going to ever get that big chance to be on the, the media. And you know what? That's fine. I'm not really that concerned about it. I enjoy doing my show. It's, uh, it's fun to put it together on a haphazard way, on, on the cuff, on the fly sometimes. Right now, we are not in our studio. We're doing this with just a camera and a couple of microphones, like true innovative uh, mercenaries of the uh, talk show field. In fact, I don't even have a guest. <laughs> but... Uh, she should be coming here pretty soon. And uh, we are, of course, waiting in, in anticipation of uh, this wonderful, wonderful lady to, to come by. Okay. Um, oh, let's see. I wonder if... Yes, uh, we are. Where are we at? Well, what, where we're at right now, this is universe 0000000. 000 000. We are not the first universe to be able to cross the boundary line in communication with uh, the other people of the multiverse. To be able to actually communicate at all is a miracle in itself. But it's done through a functioning muon field uh, that vibrates at a certain stochastic level that allows us to cross the boundary lines in a, in a visual way. We're not able to affect the other universe, but the act of communication itself is, is an effect. Now, if we could learn to build on this, uh, a lot of uh, the scientists of the, around the multiverse have, uh, have been figuring out that the evil Greg has been uh, expanding the muon field to deliver the uh, gravitational force of immense power to be able to move asteroids to destroy uh, the Earths of the other uh, multiverse. And, of course, there's trillions and trillions of possible Earths out there. We're only in contact with about, oh a couple of hundred thousand that we know of yet. And there's also alternate other planets out there. They don't even call it Earth, but there are similarities. And the similarities seem to be, strangely enough, hinged upon 
variations of my personality, which I, I'm at a loss to understand. When I first uh, um, was aware of this, for some reason, a friend of mine talked me into moving to Seattle a long time ago with, for his own personal selfish reasons. I had no idea or reason why I would even want to come to Seattle, but I said, sure. Well, there are jobs here, and Texas economy was flat as hell back in 1989. I was just living on the street and tired of it. So we moved up here, and I got jobs, and the job market was much better, and I was able to survive and move on. I did pretty good. I had a few ups and downs, but I, I did pretty good here. Um, but what was most important is that they created the first uh, uh, field generator for communicating with the other multiverse, and the people they contacted immediately told them to seek me out and find me, and they said I would be somehow drawn to the city, and uh, uh, they would use me as a spokesman for this particular multiverse. I know it sounds crazy, okay? It sounds like some sort of crazy dream somebody would make up, but it's not. It's, it's, it's in fact, is reality. Uh, kind of a strange reality, and I'm not a loss to explain it. I understand uh, a lot of people probably might have a hard time believing this. Why? Well, I don't blame you. Uh, you'd probably think, well, gee, Greg, how do we know you're not just making this up? Well, okay, I uh, will take you to the muon field someday and have you give it a, a guided tour, provided that Trachtenberg, wait, okay, my boss, uh, Trachtenberg, says that's not possible. It's a, government, a secret NSA project that no one's allowed to see, but I can talk about it. Uh, as long as they give me permission, they've said that since nobody's going to believe me, thanks a lot, Trachtenberg, that uh, I can go ahead and talk all I want to about it. Well, okay, call me crazy all you want to, but it's the truth. Um, someday this will be borne out with uh, more information that we'll be getting. I'm going to go ahead and, and give Miss Morgan another call. I know you guys are fascinated with this particular situation, and I don't blame you, but uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah. Let's just give her another call. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, well, I'm calling uh, Miss Morgan. Ann. Um, I will. Uh, she's unfortunately caught in traffic, and I would love it if we could <laughs> do this show at a different time. Hint, hint. But that's uh, not going to be possible in the near future. Um, but. Um, um, let's see. Got a phone call coming in here. I think she's answering. Let's see. Hello? Okay, folks. Hello? Ah, okay, well, we're having connectivity problems here as well as ah okay uh if you guys have got any questions about 9-11 or want to know more about the, what people have uncovered and the truthfulness about it be sure and call our show darren is there a number that they can call or, or no our, email email right okay email and there's a, a communication uh chat room yes to get into to, to ask your questions of us be sure and ask those questions when we have a somebody like Margaret on there. She's a, a quite an expert on the research of this. Absolutely. Um, well, at any rate, uh, she'll be the person to ask. 
uh, to, to talk about this sort of stuff. The 9-11 situation is something that we're all concerned about, and we all want to uh, get to the bottom of this if, if possible. I'm, there's a lot of uh, things that we know full well what happened, like, for instance, a lot of explosives going off, which are verifiable, and, of course, the thermite that was found in the dust. But what we don't know is the how and the when and who did it and when they planned it and all of these other things. It's a monumentally big conspiracy that required possibly hundreds of people involved uh, that knew it and participated in it. It would have had to have taken quite a lot of people to do this, but they're all keeping quiet. And a lot of people have, have told me, well, a conspiracy like this couldn't have been kept quiet. <laughs> Uh, may I remind you of something I read in the paper about two years ago? Uh, the government had participated, and this was a, a group of two to three hundred people at least to um, try radiation poison on people who were, re were retarded. They picked out people that had no uh, social economic value at all and subjected them to extreme amount of radiation and just to see what would happen. And they did this well over 30 years ago, and nobody blabbed about it. Finally, they released the information and said, gosh, we're sorry. You know, and I thought that was incredibly disgusting. And nobody paid any crime for it. Uh, it was just revealed by the government, and uh, they gave an apology, and that was it. Now, uh, my God, that was sickening. They managed to keep that quiet for a long time. So I imagine something else like this could be kept quiet too and there's lots of other things that are we don't know about that are being kept quiet right now um i don't know what to tell you uh, as, as far as that goes except for to say that uh, if you want an open and fair government you're gonna have to fight for it because they're not going to surrender those secrets on their own uh well except for maybe a hundred years from now they might say oh yeah that was us or that was my grandpappy, and he had this old information in this notebook that we found. That's not going to come willingly. We're going to have to actually fight for this information. And naturally, this is going to take a lot of work. A lot of you, I know, as well as myself, can sometimes feel like we have no voice. Like uh, it's worthless to try to protest, and I understand the feeling. But there still is hope, and the small amount of hope is left is something that we should continue to fight for. Darren, you got anything to add? <laughs> it's a beautiful day out here. It sure is. We're in uh, Seattle, Washington, our hometown. Let's take a look ITV. at this lovely city backdrop. NW. Isn't that beautiful? I love it. It's a, a beautiful day for film work. And the sun isn't burning my eye retinas out anymore, although I... Appreciate God's lighting. He does a good job of it. Yes. <sighs> but we do have a lot of... we got about seven minutes left. Seven minutes? Well, I don't know. I don't think she's going to make it. So, um, well, okay. Uh, that's okay. That's fine. I like, I, th I like what you were talking about. All right. Well, now, just recently I saw a film... I had gotten for somebody I was taking care of. I take care of a little old lady uh, that's a mother of my roommate, and it's called The Sound of Music. I bought the DVD. Actually, I got it for free from a friend of mine. And uh, I thought it was just an adorable movie. And, of course, it's what's really great about it is that they, 
Baron von Trapp was trying to be recruited, even though he's an Austrian, to go fight for the Nazis. And he said, and so he did his best to play along with them. Then he suddenly escaped with his family and ran off into the hills uh, and crossed over the border into Switzerland. So uh, just in closing, I would like to sing one of their, their songs. I'll sing it in person because I've got nothing better to do. Okay. Do, do, do. Farewell, goodbye. I'll speed your slants farewell. I don't want to die in a goddamn Nazi hell. Do, 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 Farewell, goodbye. I'll speed your slants goodbye. I don't want to become a Nazi and then die. Do, 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 Those aren't the original lyrics, are they? Goodbye, farewell. I'll speed your farewell. I hope that I can survive and then I'll tell this world shouldn't have any Nazis people running it down to death. We should all escape it and make a better world for us. Folks, if anyone tries to get you into some sort of military situation to invade and conquer a country and kill a bunch of people, escape! Run away! All right, thank you very much. That'll be all for tonight. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. Don't forget to go to our website, ITVNW.com. Yes! Register to become an ITV VIP member. Win those free prizes. Maybe even win yourself a city in multiverse number 00183692. A city just like the one we're filming right now. I know. Well, they don't have any people alive anymore, so they're looking Uh, for people to move in. (laughs) And that uh, that was Greg, and this is Darren for the Multiversal News. Thank you very much. See you later.